Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. Gemma was about to tell me something juicy and then I said, do you think the laundrette should listen to this? I've been eating cake on my laptop. So there's that episode sorted, cake on my laptop. Right. Um, Well, I I feel um, out of sorts today, discombobulated. You're not trying? No, no, I'm actually, I'm I'm having a chai latte. (laughs) I had a bath last night, right? And it wasn't a particularly hot bath. And I got out of the bath, came downstairs, and it was like half eight, quarter to nine. And Mike goes, I need to do some work tonight. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go upstairs and read a book. So I'm not going to sit next to you whilst you're tip-tap-tapping away on your laptop. It's annoying. And if I say anything, it will break your chain of thought. Went upstairs, looked in the mirror. And my whole fact, that's not true, I had like these weird, like, massive blotches like red like an allergic reaction and it went like all the way like I'm I'm pointing to like my below my clavicle yeah like blotchy and it looked like I'd put a new product on my face so I went running downstairs I said to Mike Mike oh my god he went you've used something on your face I said no I promise you I haven't I've not used anything new and I woke up this morning and I just, and I'm wondering if it was like a viral rash because I've woken up this morning and I just feel a bit not well. It'd be a viral rash. Yeah, that was, that was all my juicy information that I had. Oh, I looked like I'd been in the sun. I'm glad I stopped what we were chatting about to press record for that one. <laughs> Hold on to your hats, Laudrettes. I don't know, it was weird. And I thought, was, this a hot, was it a hot flush? Did you feel hot? My head felt hot, yeah, but none of my body did. Hot where, yeah, but did you feel hot where the rash was or did you feel hot? No, I just felt hot where the rash was. I don't think hot flushes feel, I think you feel hot. I think you felt hot as a result of the rash. Right. Other than having a rash because as a result of the heat. Yeah, it wasn't like a heat rash because otherwise it would have been like more on my chest, I think. It was more neck and head. Yeah, I'm with you. It might have been. I might have used something on my face that day that was new. I don't know, but I can't remember. Do you look like um, a newsreader today? Do I? That's because I'm in my kitchen. I've got my elbows on my thing because um, it's cold. Chippy sat in her puffer jacket. I'm wearing a coat. I've had... Can we just talk about my week? Yeah. Go on. So, uh, I, I felt well, let it be known, for three days last week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I felt fine. Sunday, I realised I was getting a cold, which is good because I had recovered from COVID on Thursday and I would hate to feel well for more than three days. So it became apparent to me that I was getting a cold. But that was fine because the sun was shining. Anyway, my husband, my friend's dog, we're looking after my friend's dog at the weekend. And on Sunday night, my Patterdale Loki starts barking at midnight and he won't stop. And he usually only does this if there's a problem. So I came downstairs to discover that my friend's dog has eaten loads of stuff, but including five chocolate croissant 
Now, chocolate and dogs is not not ideal. So I I clear everything up and then I decide I'm not going to sleep upstairs because I'll worry about the dog. So I sleep on the sofa in the kitchen with the devil dog, food thief, lying on top of me like a weighted blanket. Mm. And then I get woken up at 10 to 6 in the morning by my husband coming into the kitchen because he's going to Portugal for the week. And that's fine. Everything's fine. I get up, let the dogs out, look after the ducklings. Everything's fine. My son has a really annoying cough, but is totally fine. I test him for COVID. He's positive. So instead of my week at home, getting loads of stuff done with my husband being out, I've just had a nine-year-old. At one point, I don't know if anyone saw my Instagram stories, he was just doing burpees. And I was like, this is not the COVID that I recently experienced. I did not feel like doing burpees. But yeah, so I just had that all week. So things like couldn't walk the dogs without him. He did a lot of waiting around in the car while I had to go to the shops and stuff. And it's just been like, then the dogs had a massive fight. So I had to spend two hours getting one of them patched up and... Yeah, it's just been one of those weeks, Gemma. Anyway, obviously I'm very happy. As I said to my son repeatedly, I'd rather you were off with COVID and annoying me because you were so perky than you were really ill. And um, he's back at school today. He's back at school today. My cold is still present, so I'm sorry that I sound snotty. But... I don't know if you can see that, Gemma. I've been building, I'm building myself a shelving unit. Which is why I have my coat on, because I was outside looking at paint, my paint pots. Um, Because Joe is back from Portugal. And ages ago, I said to Joe, I want to build this shelving unit. And he's like, I'll build it. So I was like, okay. It, It hasn't happened. So what I really want to do is have it finished and in place by the time he comes home. And what... What is the chance of that happening? Well, I can have it finished and in place unpainted. Okay. But I can have it finished and sitting in the kitchen painted, just drying. I just do that. That yeah. that, that 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 has a more gives it over a more powerful point, I feel. Because it's like, look, I've finished. Look, He's look at it, it's finished. He's Otherwise, you know what will happen, don't you? What? You won't notice. Well, this is the thing. He's so unobservant. Yeah. That it would give me quite a lot of pleasure to be watching telly with him, with him not noticing my fantastic shelf for about two months. And then he'd be like, oh, my God. And I'd be like, yeah. You go to Portugal for a week, love. He's at this conference. And, he, and I spoke to him last night and he went, COVID's hit the conference and we're all being virtual tomorrow. And I was like. And what's the point in going to Portugal then? Yeah, well. So you could go out for dinner with. I just walk past your window. Yeah, I've got builders, love. Oh, okay, God, I was like Chippy. Don't want to alarm you, but there appears to be a gentleman on your property. Yeah, no, I've got dogs for that. Is he getting his sandwich out? That's not a euphemism. <laughs> what he does with his sandwich is his own business. My husband's not been there that long. Only been three oh, fucking hell! What? It's only been three days without my husband. Haven't been asking to see the builder's sandwich yet. Um, 
I was going to say something else. And this morning, what happened was I um, I was not feeling myself. I looked out the kitchen window and I can still see him. He's, he's I should call him Peter Rabbit. Like he's, he's a little camp. He's cheeky. And he was in the kitchen garden. I don't know what's, what do I call it, right? It's not an allotment. No. It, it sounds pretentious calling it anything else. I don't call it a vegetable plot. Vegetable garden, kitchen. I like kitchen garden, but I can't make it stick. Well, I, I would just call it. I don't know because I call my bit where my veg boxes are the orchard. So even <laughs> though, I mean, it's got fruit trees in it. Okay. When it's got, I mean, it's mostly fruit trees. But when it, but then at the back, it's got veg boxes, and that's where the bird pen is going to be. But it so it could be orchard. well. So in that area, I have got fruit trees, yeah, chickens, and veg. So yeah. what what we call it? We could call it the orchard. You could call it the veg patch. You could call it the kitchen garden, garden, if you like. Cottage garden? No, yeah. it's not a cottage. Anyway, yeah. call it a kitchen garden or a cottage garden. It sounds like you're bloody in a national trust property. I know. That's why I think it sounds pretentious. I love it. <laughs> what you like, love. I feel anyway. like you're over there with your veg box and your black clothing and your nicely done hair and your uh, chickens. And I'm over here like... Picture of the queen. Picture of the queen. I'm over here in my grandmother's puffer jacket with a dog that's got stitches in its neck. I've got ducklings that just tip their water thing over and shit everywhere. Well, I told you, those birds can poop. Yeah, no, I know. I, that, that I'm fine with. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I was ticked off with them when they... Also, so I've been trying to uh, sex the ducks. <laughs> I, we're, we're all traumatised, all four of us are not. <laughs> oh, sorry, carry on. There's something I want to say, but I need to tell you about Peach Rabbit. You tell me about sexing your ducks and I'll, and I, and I'll do There's something. There's a lot else to say, except we're all traumatised, really. Uh, well, no, you could do it from one day old. And okay. there's a very nice woman who is a poultry farmer and she runs courses that I was supposed to go on, but she moved it and then that day I was picking up the ducklings. So I didn't do the course, but I asked her a question. She was like, it's super easy to vent sex the ducks from day one. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I went in and I was like, I've never seen a sphincter so closed. I mean, I've not seen a lot of sphincters, to be fair. But like, there's no way I'm seeing what's in there. They don't. They they very much feel like it's a violation of their. Reminds me of that thing. Um, single man, reveal yourself. Remember when Paddy McGuinness used to be on Take Me Out, and he used no. to come out. No. Duckling, reveal yourself. I know it's like <laughs> you just stick your willy out or your lady bits. We could make this. We could make this over in milliseconds if you could just cooperate. Yeah. That's what. And that's the thing because it really makes a difference. I suspect I've got two boys and a girl, in which case I need to ship in another, hang on, five ducks. Why? Because you need two or three girls to a boy. Okay. I'm not going to ask why. I'm going to segue over to Peter Rabbit. 
No. Peter Rabbit had a fireball in his nose. Did you ever sing that? No. Oh, it's one of the ones where you swing your kids. No kids swinging for Gemma. She's not into that. No, thank you. Arm out the (laughs) socket. What? Get their arm out the socket. Oh, no. Straight to A&E. So I came back from the school and I looked out and Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Peter (laughs) Peter Rabbit. That's a completely different animal. Peter Rabbit was in the veg garden stroke, cottage garden stroke allotment, right? Definitely not an allotment. It's definitely not an allotment because you haven't been allotted it. Well, no, and the thing is that I um, call it an allotment because I'm used to my... Anyway, we've covered that topic in depth. (sighs) So we... (laughs) It's rather large. So I'm like, okay, so... Come on, Eddie. So we open the gate, go inside, and he freak Eddie sits not ah sits next to me as if to say, okay, what we're gonna do. This rabbit just started, it was like a game of pinball. Yeah. It was like like trying to get out. And I was like, okay, and what I'd really like you to do is go out the way he came in so I know what hole to plug. Yeah. So I close the gate behind me and he's going, and then he got so he looked at me and stopped and I thought, shit, he's going he's gonna to jump and go for my jugular. Oh, that no. was like, I had this awful image. I don't know that a rabbit has ever gone for anyone's jugular. That's what I felt was going to happen, right? So I, I instinctively left the garden and took the dog with me and stood outside the little fence and he, he exposed his hole. What's <laughs> wrong? He exposed That's how he segued in from sexing the dogs. He went through the hole, came back out the hole again and exposed three holes that I now have to go and fill. And the little cheeky rabbit is just sat by the daffodils over there, seeing him, just like it, chewing, as if saying, what are you going to do about it? Oh, call the neighbour. I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for that pesky human. Do you want me to come along with my air rifle? No, we have been through this. Nobody is shooting any of the wildlife on my in my in my house i love them i hear i hear what you're saying and what i'm detecting from that is you want me to bring loki over to eat them. no no i don't know no, that's the last the last thing i need i just i just really like it it's, it's like we come down in the morning and it's like water shipped down it's a lot i like to think of my garden as a safe haven for the local wildlife but what i would just really like them to do is just play work with me and not going that one third. The other two thirds. One has, third that you've filled full of their favourite foodstuffs. Yes. And we have like this tree stump in the bit they are allowed into. And every now and again, I'll put like, like all little treats on there. You like, put little treats life. from what is essentially their larder. Just yeah. To make sure that they know it's from the larder. This is how good it tastes. Keep coming back. And they're going to have start having babies soon because like, they can tell because they're like they're frolicking with each other. Aww. It's that time of year, bit of a frolic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so very close up. They're not that cute. What rabbits? You can almost see the fleas. Yeah, you know I mean, they see the myxomatosis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got, I like I like my garden. You know, it's it's. I'm just still. No one's challenging your love of your garden. Jill. It's okay. 
cheeky. And last autumn, I planted some tulips and they're all starting to come up. Yeah, the tulips. Ah, uh, did you grow them? No, I didn't because I've just booted, Gemma. Give me some fucking time. In three months, did I grow them? No, no, I didn't. Well, I am going to pick my tulips when they're fully bloomed and I am going to show. I'm going to pick your tulips and stick them. I planted my rhubarb and Derek's propagating this his. What I mean, you're here with your thin arms and your black top and your hair. <laughs> And you're like, oh, I've got an allotment to this fence and I've got my tulips. And I'm here being like, I'm literally like plugging holes. I'm plugging rabbit, uh, hypothetical rabbit holes. Do I mean that? Mythical, like, no, I didn't, haven't planted any tulips, Gemma. <laughs> are you, but, but, but it's more of a reminder, really. Have, have, are you propagating any seeds? Gemma Bray. At the moment, I have got a dog that very nearly had his entire windpipe collapsed by another oh. dog. Oh, no. Yes, I have got... Right, madam. <laughs> okay, we're going on a tour. She's like Annika Rice. You What's see, going I... on here? Is that for your office? No, this is just... There was concrete that needed to... They were just going to plant a lawn there and then they found concrete. So they've had to oh. dig up the concrete. So that's what's yeah. going on there. Then the shoffice is around the corner. It carries on. We've got this going on. At one point, they found a fucking well. Ooh. We found oh. a Great. Great. That's what I need. Find a fucking well. That's what's going on over here, Gemma. While you're like, have you propagated seeds? Well, let me tell you, you'll like this. You'll like this. It's for a supervised swim three times a day so the little bastards don't drown. Well, you wanted them. I do. I love them. Yeah. Listen, let me tell you this. I was on the spin bike. Now, have you ever heard of the song One Minute Man by Ludacris? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought the lyrics said something and I was shocked. I was shocked, shocked in Seven Oaks, right? Because it, I thought it said, okay, anyone that's got any little children, you need to not have them listening to this bit. Okay, this is your warning. Okay? okay, so it's all about it's like it was like it's quite a sexy rap song from years ago about how ludicrous he's not going to be a one minute man, right? He's like, the lyrics are, I can't stand no one minute man, I don't want no one minute man. Oh, here's your chance to be a man, take my hand, understand, I don't want no one minute man, right? So that's Ludacris how the song is. So this is a woman, okay? Ludicrous, ludicrous comes in at, at the end. Um, anyway, the words were, break me off, show me what you got. I don't want a one minute man, break me off. I say, I but I'm. That song, but I don't know. I didn't know what it was called. It didn't sound like that when um, Peloton was playing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm on the spin bike. And I'm looking around the gym as if to say, obviously, no one else could hear because I had my headphones on. But I'm looking around as if to say, is anybody else hearing this? Like, this is shocking. <laughs> I don't want to sound offensive, but that if Ludacris came over singing his one minute man to me, I'd be like, love, I've got a to-do list as long as my arm. If you're taking longer than one minute, it's a no for me. That might work for your young... impresses me at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah, I just, I've got so much to do that a really amorous one minute is about what I can 
fit into my <laughs> right now thanks I've had three kids I'm not sure how much fun you're gonna have but the thing is I mean what does break me off show me what you got sure that means the same is he seeing that or is she seeing that? Is she seeing that's just like the chorus. Break me off, show me what you got, cause I don't want to run the money, man. Okay. And then he, he goes in to see if you'll do his backing. Tonight, tonight I'm gonna give it to you, throw it to you. This is him. I want throw you to in, come yeah. prepared. Come prepared. It's been a long time and I don't yeah, that's real. Well I'll just say, you come prepared. Or am I being this this like? I'm fucking prepared, love. Um, well, then it gets a bit rude. Break me off. I, I, I had to stop. I had to fast forward it because I, I, the prude kicked in. The prude kicked in. Um, yeah, I don't know where they're going with that. I think perhaps, as with many lyrics of this ilk, they were not designed to be scrutinised by two white women from England. Yeah, and, and you... Well, Ludacris, I was really excited about meeting you in our five minutes together. But uh, when you said break me off, I become a little concerned and decided <laughs> no. Yeah, you and your um, role as um, a lit, 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 literary person and me with my... English degree probably not best to be analysing it. No, I don't think so. Also, You'd be like, "There's too many exclamation marks in that song, Ludicrous." Up to your navel, maybe beneficial in this uh, con- context. Why is he? Is he short? He's a little tiny man. I'm googling him. I sing Ludicrous every single day because. Uh, what other songs has he done? When I move, you move, just like that. Hell yeah, hey DJ, bring that back. Go with your big ass, let me see something. Tell your little friend, quit me mugging. I'm lit and don't get past that called. I thought you were into heavy metal music, Chippy. Into a whole load of music, but I do like oh, that standard. Oh, but because my dog's nutritional supplement is called You Move, and that song starts by going, when I move, you move. Oh, okay. Literally every night, my husband and I are like, "Why are we singing that ludicrous song?" Ludicrous. They've always got such grown-up names. Do you think it, I, um, he's called Christopher Brian Bridges? Oh, oh, he's old. He's not old. Well, he will be because this was like in the nineties. Well, yeah, but he's—I mean, he's forty-four. <sighs> well, mean, that's very similar age to me, Chippy. How do people, well, I know, but he, he looks like I, I'm, I was talking to my build about this. I think the 90s were 10 years ago. Yeah. So I'm still there. Also, how do rappers, you know how rappers, they're like, AKA, imagine if it's like Gemma Bray, AKA the organized mum, AKA J Love, AKA Gemchi, AKA, do you know what I mean? It's like other names they're known by. Don't get it. Right. How tall are you? Me? No, not I know how tall you are. How tall is Ludacris? I mean, don't say we don't give you the highest content in this podcast. We're just, how are people keeping up? He's five foot eight. Oh, okay. When I first started talking to Derek, because I hadn't seen him in, in person for such a long time, 
um, and he, he lived in New Zealand on the other side of the world. And I said, I can't remember how tall you are. And he was like, I'm five nine. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's all right. Cause I'm five eleven. And then like a month later, it was like, it would come down a bit to five eight. And then like when I, when I met him, it was like, it turned out he was five seven. He's not five seven, is he? I can't actually remember, but he's shorter than me. Oh, sorry. I've not worn heels. To be fair, it's not his, he doesn't care. I, it's me. You I don't have need to wear heels anyway. I can't now anyway, after I've had kids, me in heels is not a good. No. It's well, not, it's not a good look. <coughs> no, I miss wearing heels, but I'm not very much not in a heels place. No, but um, did it snow where you were today? Yeah, did well. So, did you have you been out for a walk today, Gemma? Um, no, I had a bath this morning whilst it was snowing. <laughs> have you been to the gym? <laughs> no, because I I didn't go to the gym today because I just didn't feel like going because I didn't feel very well after like what happened last night. I still feel like sore throat and scratchy. So I had a gym. In, I had a gym instead. I had a bath instead. Um. So this is why I feel like you're there having a bath, looking at the snow. I have taken the dogs out for a walk in my, in my puffer. And as I got furthest away from my house, I was like, oh, this is actual proper snow that's settling on the backs of the dogs. I have to go do this because my earrings get so cold. So I was just oh, walking on like this. Meanwhile. Settle though. 50 miles away in Kent. But how far away? The bath. Yeah, I was, look, I was in a lovely hot bath and I was like watching the steam rise thinking this, this is what it must be like to go in like the hot, the proper hot pools in like Norway or wherever they have them. Where do they have them? Like the fjords. Is it the fjords? Fjords, yeah. Yeah, it must be what it's like. Um, no way of segueing this, but do you remember I, we had loads of people mentioning topics in the Facebook group? Oh, it's snowing again. Yep. Is it? Yeah. Not here. I've just got Peter your... Rabbit's just run off. He's not happy. He's not impressed with that. He's probably going to go to his bedroom that you've made him. Why do the rabbits keep coming? You made him a little bedroom. <laughs> no, sorry, back in the Facebook group. Yeah. Uh... Whoa. Coming real hard now. Ooh, I call Ludacris. <laughs> Imagine if they had a Ludacris rap song and then they just had, oh, he's coming in real hard now. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Looking. Okay. Oh. So, twice a day, Bray. Forgot about that. So, Holly asks, it's been two years since the first lockdown. What positives have come from this time? And then some people have shared their positives, which I think is really nice. So, yeah. Hannah says, I was actually discussing some positives uh, with her therapist. The fact that I could access therapy from my home via video call. Mm. Um, so, I think also that made me think that actually there's a lot more online access to therapy and stuff so that people who would never have gone before maybe are more likely to go now mm -hmm. um and nikki says after the first few weeks of work being cancelled left right and center my husband worrying about how to keep his staff work then went crazy and he managed to keep every single one of them employed 
So that's good. Do you have any positives, Gemma Bray, that have come out of, um, of lockdown? Two years? Two years? Don't know what I said. I absolutely 100% changed my lifestyle. What did you change apart from eight times a day going to the gym? Um, <clears throat> I, I, I realised... I, I, I realized that I didn't want to carry on living in a town and that I wanted to move out. And that, and that only came about because of all the bloody walking I did. Cause that was the only thing we could do. <laughs> and you saw the house in the woods. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh yeah. And I saw that house in the woods and then we actually looked around this house during, during lockdown. Um, but I, I, when, so when, so when I heard on the radio, that it's been two years and I was actually walking through the town the other day thinking, I remember walking through here, just, I, I walked up there just to see what it was like. Cause I didn't believe it would be eerily quiet. And it obviously was eerily quiet at the very first lockdown. And I was reading a book called, or listening to a book called Station Eleven. You ever listened to it or read it? No, but I've heard of it. So I was listening to, I was listening to it because that was my kind of, twisted way of coming to terms with the situation to listen to as much fi fiction as I could about similar situations and I remember walking up into Seven Oaks listening to Station Eleven thinking oh my god this is really weird and then I juxtaposed that with walking through town yesterday and it was like it had never it's like it had never happened apart from half the high street shops are now empty <laughs> um and it was just it just seemed like it had all been a bit of a whoa what just happened kind of thing two, like two two years have passed I'm in a, a different house a completely different area my, my mom and dad have moved to 1.8 miles down the road my whole life my life looks completely different like the, the the middle bits like the main pillars like what I do for work and everything are the same but the fluff and everything around it it's just different yeah the um and I wonder if the two years, the fact that we have such specific times and dates, I wonder if that's actually made it easier for us to chart progress or change because we don't normally have something, you know, like you'll have your birthday or you'll have Christmases or you'll have anniversaries or whatever but quite often you can feel like you don't achieve as much as other people or you're not other people are having big changes and stuff and I wonder if good things come from the pandemic is that you can really see that that change if you see what I mean that two years is that you beeping yeah but I don't know I've no idea where it's coming from <clears throat> don't know whether you what's do. been your positives um i mean it made my husband realize that he didn't need to stay in london i mean as much as i loved london i did want more space and i wanted to i just I, yeah i like being by myself it's really i mean i do you know what i thought I had, a, I had a decision today. In one of the early episodes of the Life Laundry podcast, 
we discussed what we would do if we were prime minister. Oh, yeah. And I've decided what I, th- I genuinely think this should happen is that if you are going to be prime minister, you have yeah. to six months single parenting, working in retail, shift work. So you have to spend six months going grassroots, you mean? Yeah, because... I have a real pet peeve for when people say, oh, I'm, if, if they speak to a single parent and they go, oh, yeah, my husband works away a lot, so I know how it, what it's like, because it's, that's, oh, it's snowing here. Um, it's not like that. Um, so I'm always very sensitive um, of the fact that no matter where Joe is, he is my second person in parenting and I can ask his opinion. It'll be fucking useless. To be fair, it'd be absolutely pointless asking him. Psychologically. But, but I have that person I can ask. And I have that person I can say, this is, you're fucking stupid and useless about this. I don't mean to say that he's stupid, he's very clever. But there's certain things like when Jack had really bad bronchiolitis and I kept poking him and going, something's not right. And Joe told me, you're going to waste the doctor's time if you take him to any. They kept him in for three days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I had that other person to ask. He left on Monday morning. He's back after bedtime today. And I was just like, right, I can parent and look after the house. Or I can work. And bearing in mind the child I had at home was a nine-year-old who will read a book, watch telly, feed himself. Do you know what I mean? But I can't seem to do both. Because by eight o'clock at night, if I've been doing... And and bearing in mind, they're at school. They're school-age kids. It's not like... There, are, I have littlies at home. I was just knackered, and my brain was not in work mode, and so I don't. I oh, so I don't know how I did that. So so, but I really like being by myself. So it, it, it has been very nice this week because for years in London, I would feel kind of cooped in, and there I haven't been able to do lovely frolicking around my garden or whatever. Just feeling like I'm by myself. Mm. It's funny, actually, because I was having my lashes done yesterday and I have had a change from volume to hybrid. I don't, you won't, no one will notice. You have to get quite close to see. But I was speaking to Casey as she was doing them and um, I was talking to her about the gym, you know, because it's literally my only topical conversation. And um, um, she was talking to me about it and she was like, when did you get into exercise and fitness? And I was like, well, when I was a single parent, I said, I could either, at like that time you mentioned like 8 p.m. at night, knackered. I could either have, have sat down and had a glass of wine and for that to become a habit. And I chose not to do that. I chose, I bought a really old exercise bike um, and I had like a Gillian Michaels DVD and I used to do that most nights from like seven till half eight. That was just it became my thing and it it became my coping mechanism and the thing that was just that was just for me because it is it is exhausting it's not correct can you see the snow yeah like rain there's huge snow it's really weird i feel like that everyone's understanding of being able to do stuff remotely being able to do especially if you do your job 
or my job. Whereas I always, when people used to ask me what I did when I was a blogger and I'd be like, I'm a blogger. You thought it's such an idiot. Like I know that you hate to be like, oh, I'm an influencer, which you won't say, but like, you know, you trying to explain to people that you work online. Whereas I feel like- I'm, I'm just going to start telling people that I'm in sales. It's just easier. Yeah, I'm an accountant. <laughs> but I, that's the thing. So I, but I feel like perhaps that's become easier to understand now because everyone's had more of an online life. Yeah. Because it's like, easy. oh, you know, I, I run Zoom consultations. Now you all have been on Zoom for two years. You understand that me running Zoom consultations isn't a weird, trendy thing. It's just a tool that you use. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's really positive. Also, um, somebody asked about the menopause, and I think we should talk about that next week because you've been thinking you're going through the perimenopause since, since we met. Um, but also I have some business-like skin tips and body tips that I thought would be helpful. So I thought we should do that next week. Also, if someone says to hear us talk about work-life mum balance, how do you all do it so bloody seamlessly? And I just want to say that in no, I mean, Gemma does, let's ignore her. In no way do we do it seamlessly. Gemma does it as seamlessly as I've seen it done, but even you have your days. Yeah. Also, she is called the organised mum. So it would be pretty bad if she was living her life like a shit show however 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 you know there's some people in life that you always mess up in front of yeah like you always make a fool of yourself in front of that person i don't know there was this woman in there was a mum from johnny's class right who was always a class rep she was a class rep for years and years and years and years and every year she tried to offload it and no one took it off her right so she ended i know she ended up being class rep from like year two to year six Right? And for some reason, for some reason, every time we had a conversation or an interaction, I would always end up being some sort of, let look like a fool. I'd always forgotten something. And until one day she went, sorry, what, what do you do for a job? And I was like, oh, shut up, Jane. <laughs> no, don't pull her up on it. But also, I love the fact that I, as, as someone who spends some time on the phone to people talking about you, <laughs> I do always like the fact that I'm like, these things have come from necessity. It's not like she was born this super organised person. God, no. Uh, yeah. it, my mum would testify to. Yeah, it's come from necessity. But also, I mean, I was uh, the coachee on a coaching call, practice run coaching call last night. And um, I was like, do I invite chaos? Because like, as hard as I try to live this, you know, I try, I'm, I'm, I'm not super organized, but I'm not completely terrible. But like, I'm just trying to clean the ducklings out and the dogs have a shredding fight. Like who... No one else's dogs seem to be ripping out each other's windpipes. Do you know what I mean? So I think sometimes you can't measure yourself against. No. 
And I understand that by choosing to get a Passadale Terrier, a massive rescue dog, and a very anxious Jack Russell, I'm probably inviting fighting into my life. And the, the ducklings are an added extra of chaos that maybe I didn't need. But I love them. Mom, I, showed Mike, I showed Mike a picture of the ducklings. And do you know what he said? What? We should get some. Yeah. They and do, I said, yeah. no, not like, as ducklings. Oh. I will get ducks. It's pretty much like hard work. Oh, but you can have ducks who have ducklings. Would, yeah, but would I need a pond? No, not if you get Indian runners. Yeah, but if I didn't get Indian runners. Yeah. Some ducks don't need a pond. Some ducks do need a pond. Now, I have many questions. So if I had a... Because when I was a, a little girl, yeah. we had, in the 80s, we had two ducks called Dizzy and Donald. Yeah. And they would walk down the lane to the pond. Yeah. Walk back up the lane until yeah. one year a fox got Donald or Dizzy. Yeah. We had to be home the other one. But I um they used to come and sit on my knee and everything, and I they were a really lovely duck. Yeah. But my question is, I'm not sure I'd can't be feel comfortable doing that, like just letting them wander around. They'd have to wander around in the cottage gar- kitchen garden stroke allotment in during the day, right? Yeah. What are you laughing at? Kitchen garden stroke allotment stroke kitchen garden stroke stroke garden stroke kitchen stroke allotment. It's getting longer every time. But then the chickens can't do that. Will the chickens get jealous? Like, can they? they, Are they allowed in the same coop? Yeah, I'm I'm going to have them in the same coop. But it depends on what ducks you have. I'd rather have another dog, if I'm honest. I'd rather get a guard dog. Yeah, what happens if you have a dog that shreds Eddie? This is my, my, my... If I was to get another dog, I'd get a Staffordshire Bull Terrier because they're my second favourite type of dog. So I've had three <laughs> Staffies. I, I, I would like a guard dog here. I don't feel very safe when I'm here on my own. We'll get a Passadale. Eddie's useless. Huh? Get a Passadale then. No. <laughs> Yeah, you see, this is your way of secretly trying to offload Loki onto oh, me, you know? Loki would eat Eddie. Well, you might, not, might think Eddie's like the best thing that's ever happened. What's, obviously, you've got your ducklings. Is that your positive of the week? Your ducklings are my positive of the week. They, I went to pick them up last Friday. It was really hot and sunny last Friday. Um, so I drove up to London. I went and picked them up. They were tiny. One of them had nearly drowned when I arrived. So that I knew, we were a bit worried about her, but um, she seems to be okay. And um, yeah, so I picked them up and by the time, and she was shaking and everything. And by the time we got home, um, having sat her in the sun all the way home, she was absolutely fine. Um, so yeah, the ducklings, they're, and they're, they're bloody huge. They grow. I mean, I knew they grew quicker than they seem to grow quicker than chicks. But yeah, they, they, they're, they're, I mean, they're just so big that they can barely fit in the box I went to pick them up in. And they're lovely and they're really sweet. They're not, they're not cuddly yet. I'm hoping they'll get cuddly. If any, 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 I mean, I'm just cuddling them as much as possible, which isn't very much because I don't want the dogs to eat them. What's your positive of the week, Gemma Bray? 
Um, the bill. Oh, there's a pheasant running across my garden. Oh, I love pheasants. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's proper running. Oh, go that way. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such oh. oh, concentrate. Um, so my positive is the builders have finally finished the tile the bathroom, the bathroom floors, and there's no one in my house. And we've bought 12 um seven foot laurels to yeah. plant this weekend at the top of the drive, so yes. that when people when the people who are visiting the neighbours come to visit, um, they don't stare down into me, into me sunbathing in in my smalls. Um, it's really and Derek's and Derek's getting a five bar gate. Oh no! That stop people just wandering in. Yeah, yeah. So we have a plan for that now. I, I, I randomly thought about that guy the other day who you caught in your garden and he was like well they don't have this where I'm from or whatever it was and it's like what, what, just, what happens where you're from do they just wander into each other's gardens yeah, I, don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know but yeah so that's my positive we're we've finished phase one phase two is windows but phase one is having your house to yourself it's really weird because since we've been here so we've been here since December 2000 20 yeah there's always been oh, someone here yeah there's always been someone here so like about 7 7 a.m 7 30 every morning the builder or tradesmen of tradesmen of that time for that phase yeah. would arrive so i've always so for the past it's become habitual in me now that never not wander around in a dressing gown come downstairs hair makeup fully dressed yeah and it's really weird trying to, and it's only been two or three days, but I'm really trying to get out of the habit. Like my house is my own. Like, no one's going to wander in yes. side. Like that was, people would come and go all the time. Come in, make themselves a cup of tea, leave. Are you pleased with everything? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. It was worth it all. Yeah, and I might get the house valued. Gemma Bright. <laughs> What to move? Well, it's always good to keep your options open, Chips, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know that I could move again for a while, although I won't be asking. Bear in mind, we've done an awful lot to it, and if 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 it turned out that there was a, a decent profit in it, then Derek and I would have the conversation. I mean, Derek doesn't know that I might be about to get it valued, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I keep. I found a house the other day that I was like, if that came on the market, I would have a think mm. about it. Um, it's in the same village and everything, but it has like two paddocks and some stables. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, but anyway, that's just. I just. I'm just nosy, and I'd like to know. It's nice to know, isn't it? Yeah, and also we've you know we've spent all of our money on it, but no, it feels nice to. It feels nice to be finished as long as you don't look too closely at the cracks in the windows because we need to do them next but, but other than that it's fine <laughs> but that's really I mean yeah how's but I've got a mean quick question how's how's Ben and he's sleeping 
No, he's he's fine. He's 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 a little bit better, I think. Yeah. Um, just just taken off foot off the pedal completely, and just being really chill about it. And he seems to be okay. That yeah, yeah. I think you need to just let them sort it out a bit, don't you? Mm. Mm. Um, so next week, what are we covering? Menopause and skin. Menopause. No, not and skin. It's just I have skin stuff because I'm not menopausal. But I've done a lot of research on it in regards to the skin and the hormonal changes and how that affects blah, 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 all because of the skin, but actually. So I just thought... I have, I have a question. It's yeah. going to be niche, but before we go, um, I because of my lashes, yeah. I can't wear oil-based eye makeup. Okay, because the oil um, breaks down the bonds in the glue. Is there oil in a coal liner? Do you know off the top of your head? It depends which, it depends which one it is. What, and how, what, what, what do I need to look for? What's the name of the ingredient? Oil. <laughs> but when, in my defence, when oh. you pick up an eyeliner pencil, oh, no. there's not enough room on the pencil to write all the ingredients. No, no if we don't say oil, we say it. Toil. There's toil in it. Um, <laughs> because I like those lashes. See, these are these are slightly less. They're a mixture of volume and classic. Yeah, I like it. They're a bit more subtle, I like them. I prefer them. Anything that stops you going on a sunbed. Yeah, emollient. No, this okay, okay. Oh my god. Sorry. I was an absolute asshole. I take it back. I forgot that I'm good at reading technical ingredients. Um, they don't say oil, and I'm an absolute twat. <laughs> I will send you a list, Gemma, and we can share it with the laundrettes of things. So, okay. And I and on that be said that at fourteen twenty nine on the thirty first of March, I admitted that I was wrong. Someone make a note. Yeah, I've been rude to Gemma and I'm sorry. She's no better than being rude to the organised mum. We bow to you. Um, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye. Oh, it's me. Recording. <laughs>